Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. everyone and welcome to ginger on ginger the show where two redhead comedians choose a word phrase or concept and then talk about it through our gingery lens i'm jacob godby i'm alex tate and today's episode is brought to you by db db is a scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything from the streets to the peaks db's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes adventures and creators over the past decade db has designed and developed released and refined the best bags in the market with db's patented hookup system You are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. And you know how important it is to have the right luggage or bag when you're traveling. So we are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Alex, I noticed that they've... uh, They've established relationships with the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators, but uh, they did not reach out to us. Yeah, well... um... It's an incomplete list, then. Some of the world's best uh, yeah, yeah, adventurers, yeah. creators, and athletes. A select few. Yes. But, but not the best. <laughs> How are you? I don't think I've really talked to you much since last week, which is unusual. No. Yeah. I, uh, great. Not, nothing at all happened with my week whatsoever. I, I finished painting my bike. Nobody cares. I've talked I thought about it looked it. good. I've talked about it too much on this podcast. That's it. Cool. Yeah, I will say, you know, people message me sometimes when we talk about wild things on the podcast like i can't believe someone did that but no one has messaged me to be like oh how's alex bike coming along yeah right no one's like hey real real cool when alex talked about nothing but if you want to follow alex's bike journeys go follow him on instagram and you can see it i thought it looked good i I thought that i like the shininess and and i'm sure it looks really cool as you like ride by and the sun catches each color and is it a tritone paint it is yeah see i listen (laughs) <laughs> you do listen. I'm I'm very impressed right there. Yeah, things are uh, good. How about yourself? You have a good week? Yeah, yeah, I had a good week and uh, probably a good week coming up. Back in the wedding DJ game after a few weeks off, did a reception last night. That was a lot of fun and it went really well. They said they were, he said they were nerds and they did their intros to the Star Wars theme. So throughout the night, I also slipped in a, like 30 seconds of the Cantina band song. And then I played the Ghostbusters theme. And that actually went really well. I was pleasantly surprised. I did. I see you put that on Instagram. I saw that. I was like, that is um, I would fucking kill you if you played that at my wedding. <laughs> well, it was just the reception. They got married a month ago. I would not probably play that at a more formal wedding event. Oh, it was just like a party. Drunk yeah. party with friends. Yes, exactly. Uh, dinner and a little bit of cake and then drunk party. Oh, that's that's not too bad. That's all right. You, my friend, have uh, stumbled upon a pretty great Instagram page. Yeah, I was introduced to this uh, this weekend. We have several. We're just going to we're going to do a banner here and we're going to call this like appreciation of outsider art. Right. Art yeah. that maybe doesn't know that it's art. <laughs> Right. Yes. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because we have several things we're going to talk about under this under this banner. And I was shown this weekend the Brigham Young Virginity Club Instagram page, which is is I was 1000 percent convinced a joke, but it's not. Now, I want to start with. I'm not condemning virgins, right? If you are a virgin, cool, do your thing, but. Do it for you. Don't do it for, you know, some mystical man that lived maybe 2000 years ago and 
uses old white men to propagate beliefs that may or may not apply to modern society, right? Uh, of course, absolutely. If you want to be a virgin, I could care less. That doesn't mean, and this, we can't talk about this page. <laughs> Right, because this page utilizes uh, virginity as, as to overreach. Okay, so uh, exhibit one, their 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 post today. Does God's commandment to save penetration for marriage apply to vaccinations? <laughs> I mean, their use of penetration is so aggressive. Yeah, I, <laughs> the scriptures warn us to avoid penetration. Quote, no one can swoop down on us. No one can penetrate into our places of refuge. I'm not even sure that applies to the human body, to be honest with you. Yeah, what the fuck is a place of refuge? I would call that my home. So I'm not allowed to have anyone over to my house ever. Now, they do come down on the right side of history. The answer is simple. Get vaccinated. As Paul noted, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So that is a, a good um, thing that they do. But they also... <laughs> I was honestly stunned by that answer, same, by the way. Same. Also, yeah. I, I don't want to gloss over a place of refuge. In in my case, if I were to be penetrated in my place of refuge, are we talking about my butt? Are we talking about my butt and or mouth? Is that my place of refuge? Because I would call neither of those places places of refuge. Yeah, I, I think I referenced it last week. Uh, that infamous tweet that is like, why is it called the restroom when I'm fighting for my life in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I, that I, man, place of refuge. It's my home. I think that's saying you're not allowed to have anybody over. Just live as a hermit. Yeah. Or, or to, to, I think it's more of an abstract sense, <laughs> like value your places of refuge. So, you know, you only let trusted people in or something like that. I don't know. But right. Last month they posted, what does the Bible say about hot girl summer? And again, it's so it's, it's obviously like those, like the, the cool church pastor who's trying to connect with the youth. Yes. So they say, instead of hot girl summer, try practicing pious girl summer, a yeah. summer full of scriptures, sun and self-improvement through religious piety. And remember, modest is hottest. It does. It also says after a year and a half of quarantine, some young adults are looking forward to a summer of sun, skin, and sex. Spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah. Spelled S E U X. I I know. I was wondering so, if that was something like they're not allowed to write sex or something. I don't know. I wondered about that too. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, uh, in April of this year, they wrote extremely disappointed to announce that one of our admins has lost their virginity and will be stepping down from club leadership effective immediately. <laughs> Just kidding. A happy April Fools. So they're like self-aware and that's what makes it hard. Uh, dude, their stories have virgins of the week. I know. I know. And if, uh, you come go, on. if you go to their highlights reel, they, they have collected all of the virgins of the week for the past 46 weeks. And I want to, there's, there's this kid on here. His name is Ethan. And he says, as someone with over 170 Twitter followers, it can be hard staying a virgin. Wow. <laughs> but I always wow, keep wow. in, <laughs> no, again, again. No. Alex, Dude, that he, has got to be a fucking joke. He, it is a joke. He's self-aware. The next sentence is, but I always keep in mind these words from my biological mother, in parentheses, a lifelong virgin. In order to keep the honor code, you must be a virgin for life. So there's no way that he's not joking. He knows his mom is not a lifelong virgin. Dude, I... Oh, man. It, this whole thing is not a joke. Are we sure we're not getting... I don't know, because in, in We're not March, getting got. 
They said, what about the butthole loophole? Am I still a virgin? And then they followed up with some commenters on our most recent post pointed out that we mistakenly said butthole loophole instead of the poop hole loophole. We are trying to talk about the poop hole loophole. (laughs) Dude, I think it's a joke. Do you? I do. Okay. I just. Do you think President Joe Biden supports virgins? (laughs) (laughs) That was one thing they asked. As virgins, we are deeply concerned by the actions taken by the stockbroker Robin Hood. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I think we're getting got here. Uh, man, I, I, we've gotten got before. That truck stop got us pretty good. Dude, this is a joke. This is a, it's a joke. <laughs> Upon further digging, this is a joke. It's very well done. Okay. They, they really commit to Sexual it. Sexual purity is like football. Just like football, staying committed to your purity takes a lot of time, practice, and effort. What plays will you use to make it to the end zone? What <laughs> <laughs> they, they also have a change.org to get a, quote, real virginity club on BYU's campus, and 69 out of 100 people have signed. <laughs> All right. Well, that is pretty on the nose. Okay. Okay. Five, right. Wait, wait, wait. Five tips and tricks to protect your virginity. One, surround yourself with other virgins and follow pro-virgin content online. Two, avoid dangerous situations like being alone with someone you're attracted to or staying up late. <laughs> Three, <laughs> wear cargo shorts or capris. <laughs> Four, always bring a Bible wherever you go. Five, pick a go-to topic like the weather or cryptocurrency (laughs) and bring it up whenever things get a little too hot. There it is. This will instantly kill the mood and let them know you have more important things on your mind than sex. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) again, yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think we're getting got, and, and but they're very good at getting, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, moving forward, I want to talk to you about one that is not fake, okay? (laughs) This is not fake. This is real. The person that showed this to me worked with this human being. It is real. They are confirmed. A real human being unironically doing this, okay? Are you ready? Okay. No. I'm not ready, but continue. I sent you a song called Good Christian Girls by Curtis Svensson. Yeah, yeah. Um... Holy fuck. You more to the point, you sit it sent it to me at 807 AM. Okay. And I had woken up at it's my day off today. I had woken up at eight. So I was (laughs) seven minutes into being awake. Okay. When I heard yeah. And I am not exaggerating in any way, shape, or form. I people know me, my whole life is filled with hyperbole. Um, the worst song I've ever heard. I will include a little snippet at the end of the episode for people. Uh, by the time you get to the end, you'll forget we've talked about it. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. But, yeah, it's a song about how this man only wants to date good Christian girls. Now, well, describe the beat first off. It's it's styled in like it's like industrial rap beat. And then he's trying to sing like a country and Western singer. Yeah, it's sort of I would say less industrial rap and more like like if Reliant K wasn't good or if hawk Dude. nelson and like really went hard you know it, it has like a like a and this i listened to the rest of the album because i was very curious and more of it I, is like i obviously clicked on him. the dude's got two albums yeah two full albums there's what the song uh, track three is called yoga pants which can confirm 
is about how women should not wear yoga pants because they are tempting him. Oh, right, 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 right. Track four, Princess Anna. It's about Princess Anna from Frozen and how she's the perfect woman for him. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, track 10, Anger Management, is about him being angry that the water in his shower is cold. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Might be some underlying things going on there. Yeah. Uh, track 16, good old Western days. I whoa, should... whoa, whoa. Did you just say track 16? Yeah. <laughs> on his second album, Growing Up Sucks. Uh, track track 16. 16 on his second album? <laughs> good old Western days is the premise of the movie A Million Ways to Die in the West, but in song form. Oh, Okay, do you think maybe he just saw that movie and thought it was uh, the greatest thing he's ever seen? It's possible, yeah. Now, I don't want to... I want to say things that are good. This man is obviously a competent drummer when you listen to it. He's, like, not bad, and the guitar work is okay. It's competent. It's the lyrical content and the singing that really falters, right? Um, I, don't, I, don't need, I don't need to say anything nice. <laughs> I don't need to say anything nice at all. I am not joking. It's the worst song I've ever heard. Oh, man. I, I tried Googling the lyrics. They don't pop up. I should have written them out, but uh, absolutely worth your time. I will I will put a little clip at the end of the episode so everyone can hear this because uh, it's it's phenomenal. I was very happy the person that showed it to me showed it to me because it's exactly the kind of thing I enjoy. It's way up my alley. Next time something like that happens, can you wait just a little bit into the day to send it to me? Yeah, absolutely. Like I did the next thing we're going to talk about where you didn't get to, you didn't have to watch it until this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I had the day off and I, again, didn't do anything um, and loved every second of it. Wonderful. And, and so I, I watched with my sister, most of this Netflix show called sexy beasts. Now. Yeah. I want to be the first to say we're a little behind. It's been out for a few weeks. Yeah. However, I saw a trailer for it before it was released and was like, hell nah. However, my sister and I and you love trashy reality television. And this is hot garbage. I mean, stinky, gross garbage. Yeah, not even they didn't even try to paint it gold. It's just garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say to their credit on this show, it is it is um, at least semi self-aware. Yes, yes, it is. However, I like the parts that are less self-aware. Like, like. <laughs> okay, well, let's explain the show. Okay, so basically people get put in these just large and garish masks that completely obscure their physical identity, right? Like yeah. one episode, a woman is a very realistic panda complete with like actual fur or uh, one yeah, guy the one is I, a... But, the one I just watched was uh, of, of a girl in a dolphin and... They like did the dolphin nose to the point that like it stuck out like 10 inches in front of her face. Yes. Or a man with uh, they put beaver teeth on him and he has a beaver. It's basically it's like furry paradise, right? It is. Well, and but it's not all furry. We've only described furry. There is just like creatures as well. Yeah. There's a dude who is like a like a statue. He's like a. Yeah. Like a Romanesque or Greek statue. There's a woman who I told you it works too well where she's like an old troll woman and it just looks like it fits her. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't I do honestly it. think yeah. she was like the nicest one. I honestly think that's why she wasn't picked because he like couldn't separate in her in his brain that she didn't look like that. Yeah. 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 You know, a hundred percent. And there's there's I think there's like a witch one, too. There's some of them that look too realistic and some of them that are just like way, way over the top. This dude who is like a. 
like a goat or something and he's got like a massive like ring in his nose that he has to like lift up when he goes out for drinks. <laughs> that was that one was the most surprising reveal for what they actually looked like because I'm watching the whole show every episode. They did I, him I'm so human, dirty. Human nature is to like me trying to be like I bet I know what this person looks like. Yep. And I've been right about maybe 70% of the time. Yeah. Maybe seven, but and but he was by far the one I was the furthest off. I was like, holy shit. That yeah. is not at all who I thought was under that thing. Yeah. So these people, they get decked out in these gigantic masks and, and it should be noted, not just masks. Like if, if there's, if the face is a different color, they paint all the way down like the chest and they'll paint arms and things like that. Yeah, as they, well. they cover their arms and hands. So you can't tell anything about this person except yeah. like their body shape, I guess. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so then they go on a series of dates uh, basically one person hosts each episode or they're, they're like the bachelor or bachelorette, if you will. Yeah. And then there are three potential, potential, that's not a word, potential dates. And then they go on a series of dates, but it's bad. Like the first date, every single episode is drinks and it feels like they get to spend about 10 minutes with each other. Yeah. I don't, I feel like there's a lot of editing that has to go on. I feel like there must be, but, um, it's an attempt to try to like, Oh, let's not go off looks. Let's go off of personality, but it runs into the problem that we've talked about over a year ago at this point. So I feel like we can talk about it again. Yeah. With With, love is blind. Yeah. With the show love is blind is in that when they're revealed, they're all hot. Correct. They're all smoking hot, every single one of them. So what the fuck have we accomplished here? Yeah, not a thing. Um, And that is the fundamental thing that Love is Blind did do better was give people way, way more time to get to know each other. That's where this show like really falters, I think, is that it's clear that by the end, they've really only spent like an hour or two together. The one, the the girl who was dressed as a bird, like when he picks her, she's like, I think we're just friends. And I was like, yeah, because you've spent 10 minutes together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, you my girlfriend now. And she's like, nope. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, every it's worth noting that every single guy, when he when they see what all the women they didn't pick are revealed, they go, oh, damn, she's hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, every single, single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. All of them universally except for the texas boy who refused to see what she looked like because he was here for love what a piece of shit that guy is i know he was like no i'm good i don't need to see it and i was like no you do (laughs) well they they made a joke that's where like the self-awareness the announcer came on and went okay because it was like the announcer was like what the fuck is this guy's problem they go on a series of just like weird like the dates are weird too there's like ice sculpting there's like a horse-drawn carriage there's a bunch of other like there's one where they make gin, which honestly actually looked cool. Like that would have been a cool date. So would have the ice sculpting would have been at least mildly fun. Okay, but they're 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 strange to have people in gigantic ma- like animal masks do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's always like extras in the date, and I just feel you know like they had a one was a um, a painting session, you know, where yeah. they painted this like nude nude model guy, and. I was just laughing more at the fact that there was like four other people sitting there who obviously knew what was going on, but they were still, you know, were they just like PAs and they were like, well, you just sit there. Right, right. <laughs> Let's talk about maybe the most, uh, I don't know if problematic is the right word, but chaotic contestant is Panda Girl. Yeah. I mean, I, dude, I couldn't handle that. <laughs> that is that human being is way over the top just a walking red flag like there are so many things she said where i was where one i've either heard it before and not listened to it or two just 
like can already see it, you know, like the, the, she has so much of a red flag that the first contestant she kicks off gets up and goes, woo. All right. And yeah, then he celebrates. talks to the, yeah. High fives, both the other contestants and high fives her. And he's like, I'm out of here. And he's like, I wanted her to eliminate me. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I have never seen that on a dating show. In my life. I know. Usually they just fake it. He was just like, Nope. <laughs> he asked her like, how would your friends describe you? And she's like, Oh, they'd probably describe me as like, why, why did she do that? Or, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. And so you can just see his. Then she keeps going. Then she's like, or a psychopath or a fucking bitch or a (laughs) lunatic or batshit crazy. Or, and and he's just like, what, what, what? Also (laughs) worth noting is that he's like a mild mannered marine biologist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dressed as the tin man. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. That show is outrageous. I mean, I that that might take the cake for trashiest of trashy TV shows. Did you get to the guy where it's the final reveal at the end and she's like, you're so hot. And he looks at her and he goes, God's been good to both of us, baby. No, I didn't oh, see that one. It's in the last one. It's in the last episode that uh. he's disgusting. Yeah. He like looks her up and down and then goes, hmm. God's been good to both of us, baby. And I'm just like, the only, the guy I just saw, he didn't get it. He made second. So he got to reveal himself. And then he goes, just got to let you know, I always wear sunglasses indoors because my future is so bright. And then (laughs) puts sunglasses on and walks away (laughs) as if he, if that was he, like in his mind, that was a cool thing to do. (laughs) I know you haven't watched it yet, but also this weekend I watched love is blind after the altar. See, I haven't even finished Love is Blind. I couldn't do it. It was way too... I can't stand Baby Talk Girl. Oh, yeah. Well, she is a main character in After the Altar, so I don't know if I would move on with Jessica. I'm not Um, into it. Worse than her, though, she at least... She actually isn't that bad in After the Altar. She comes in, she tries to make amends with someone she doesn't really need to make amends with, uh, and, and, and that's fine. But the worst person is Damien, and he's just an awful, abusive, gaslighting piece of shit so if you watch it just know that it's incredibly difficult to watch damien get enabled to be awful over and over and over again mm. right because it he's causes drama and therefore the production wants him around but in actuality this motherfucker needs to just go away live in the woods and be alone for a hundred percent yeah he talks about how He's like, well, the car that most represents me is probably a Porsche because I'm sleek, I'm sexy. And then he goes, I got Botox Wait, in my armpits so I don't sweat as much. <laughs> I mean, I have so many questions there. Just watch it. Just watch it. Why was he introducing himself as a race car? I thought these were all the people that were married from Love is Blind. Uh, some of them did not get married. Um, oh. The ones that are that did get married are still married. Actually, there are two like incredibly successful couples so far. Cause this special was filmed two years after their marriage. So no way. Yeah. They filmed love is blind back in like 2018 and it didn't come out until the pandemic started last year or 2019. Sorry, but it didn't come out until the pandemic started. So now it's been two years since they got married. They're celebrating their second anniversary. Whoa. Yeah. No shit. All right, Alex, let's do this. What's our word of the day. Yeah, Jacob, our word, phrase, or concept today is delicate. Delicate. Okay, that's cute. Um, good Taylor Swift song on a bad Taylor Swift album. Uh, <laughs> I would say bad Taylor Swift song. Have you heard it? 
Yes? Who the okay. fuck hasn't heard that song? It's a good song on a bad album. I don't like Reputation. I'm going to go on record and say that. I think it's a bad album. And I'm sorry, but Delicate and Getaway Car are good songs off that album. The only Taylor Swift album I've listened to all the way through is or, uh, is the the newest one. Evermore? Yeah. Did you like it? I cried. <laughs> nice. Okay. Good. <laughs> Great. I was. I'm, I'm like. I was surprised. Like, not. I just. I thought you were gonna say you liked it, but I did not expect that from it. Was anyway. a, I'll be, you know, it was a breakup album that came at a at opportune time. Gotcha. So you were in a delicate place, if you will. There you go. There you go. And the Bonnie Vera song came on, and I was just like, bah! What inspired your choice for the word delicate? Anything? Well, here's the thing. My one of my coworkers. Um, has hurt themselves oh. and needed to go to the hospital. They are okay. Okay. But I was just, it just made reminded me about delicate things. Like the human body yeah. is like more delicate than we think it is. Yeah, especially when, uh, like me, you've had nothing happen to it for years and years and years. And so the, next, the first time I break a bone, you know, if ever, is going to be earth shattering. <laughs> so I was going to ask you if you've ever broken a bone. I never the, have. That answer, no? No, I never have. Have you ever been to the ER for an injury? I went to the ER because I got stung by a bee and it yeah. swelled up too big. Nope, but no, not count. for an injury. Damn, dude. I'm delicate. I, and I know this about me. <laughs> the other thing is I've seen like children. Children are not delicate. They're like all... I think because you're right, because they don't know pain, you know? Yeah. They have yeah. no concept of what breaking their arm is. They just, like, go for it, and they're all cartilage, and then they, they're yeah, fine. Yeah, that's what, as my dad puts it, kids bounce. <laughs> they do. They a really thousand do. Percent. Yeah. This girl uh, at the preschool I've worked at most recently broke her wrist, and I went, I like, while I wasn't working there, but I went back for, like, the end of the year barbecue, and she walked up, and she was like, what's up? I broke my wrist. And I was like, oh, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, I went to the doctor, and they they fixed me up. And I was like, okay, cool. And she was like, yeah, it is pretty cool. And I was like, okay. How, wait, when when was this? Recently, uh, a couple How months ago. How old is the person that broke their wrist? This is a five-year-old. Oh, I thought you, were, I thought it was one of the teachers. Sorry, I missed that part. I no, was, it was a kid. I had a sneeze. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I thought one of the teachers came up and was like, it is pretty cool. <laughs> no, no, no. L little kid. Yeah, because getting a cast is like the coolest thing ever because then you get a whole bunch of attention. That is true. So Love let's talk shit. about every every high school in the Midwest, right? Had a girl on crutches who didn't really need them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> Why is that a thing? Who, who, the, who were, and let me be honest about it, could have been a great athlete or or very good okay if that makes sense okay but they're like i think they saw early success then might have legitimately injured themselves didn't like the pressure and then came up with wild excuses to stay out of athletics for the entirety that they could because they have to have some reconstructive knee surgery that's two years of rehab at the age of 16 i'm like you don't need reconstructive knee surgery at the age of 16 well let's talk about that right i think we are hitting on something here and that would be the unfair pressure that parents place on their children to succeed in trivial matters like athletics yeah yeah i mean you should know i don't know this i don't have kids but i feel like you should know if your kid is going pro pretty quickly yeah and and you should encourage them 
to be part of a team and to, to be healthy and fit or whatever, to a point, if that's not something they're interested in, don't push them so hard that they're faking injuries to try and stay out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. But also... <laughs> we, we went on a little tangent here, so... <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean... Don't I expect understand. me to give you sympathy when you've been on crutches for three years. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have the exact person in my mind who was on crutches for like years of high school. Oh, yeah, like, I could name them if you want. I'm I not going too. to, but I'm I could name gonna them. I'm not going to either. I can't. You have to go to the after dark for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not going to there, but. No, yeah, there's no point. Nobody knows this person, but yeah. What's one of the more like delicate situations you've been in? Maybe, maybe it's during like a funeral. Maybe you're like in the room after like a heavy breakup of some other people or something. What's, what's. A delicate situation. Um, it's always really awkward when you... So I guess I was at a... I drove two people home. I drove three people home. Excuse me. One of them was my girlfriend at the time because she wanted to go home. The other two, one of them had just learned that the boyfriend had kissed another girl at the bar we were at. Oh, that is delicate. And then she was like, take us home. And I was DDing that night and I was like, okay. And <laughs> it was when I, we were in, um, why can't I think of this? We were up, by, we were in Sealy. So I had to drive an hour back with these so people in the back seat then having you go a fight. Back to Sealy to get other people? Huh? No. Oh, they okay. were, I was always going to leave. Gotcha. They, With uh, those people. A lot of people were like camping up in Sealy. Okay. And then okay. they went into town to go get drunk at the bar and then we're just going to, I don't know how they were going to, whatever. It, but I was always coming back because I had to like work the next day or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha. But they were fighting in the backseat all the way home for an hour. The whole way. But, but like silently, uh. silently fighting. And you know, I like one, at one point I looked in the rear view mirror and I saw his hand like reach over and her just like pull her hand closer to herself. Like, you know, like. Yep like yep. out of the way and she was like no and i was like oh my god <laughs> i don't want to be here right now yeah it was the worst and i was just trying to crack jokes and like play me i was like what kind of songs do you want to listen to and, and i would get no response do you like it wasn't me by shaggy <laughs> oh, i should have dude i should have just gone for like full for i should have just played like gnarly cheater songs and stuff like that yeah, the entire carrie time. underwood <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Dude, that would have been oh, great. Man. Legendary. They they would look back on that three or four years later and be like, "Oh, Alex nailed it. Like that was a that's a and moment in time." For what it's worth, resolution. They are still together, and they're they worked it out. I I don't know. It's between them, and they have been together for like nine years at this point. So, wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There you go. That was a delicate situation, and yeah. me me just cracking jokes the entire time. <laughs> You guys think we're gonna get we're gonna hit a moose? Said that like thirteen times. <laughs> That's pretty dark out here tonight. Pretty cloudy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just couldn't be silent. And my girlfriend, who was sitting in the passenger seat, she just kept like squeezing my arm and being like, "Shut up!" And I she should have like, talked back to you. Just have a conversation. <laughs> I was like, "Help I can't. a guy out." I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. Gosh, um, I'm trying to think of like a delicate situation I've been in. I mean, I definitely have. Um, I, I, I think back sometimes to like 
working with comedians who don't take constructive criticism or like editing well. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Here's oh, a delicate yeah. situation. Okay, yeah, as okay. soon as you said that, I was like, I either know this story or I have stories that you know about. I didn't even plan this, but uh, I plan on telling this one. But we were performing or we were practicing in the Stenzrude Playhouse, right? Our yeah. cast, First Cousins, was upstairs. The or no, were we downstairs? We were downstairs, and the other cast, Comic Sans, the uh, oh, like yes, inbred, the inbred younger brother was upstairs. <laughs> yeah, and this man walks in, and he's kind of sort of a hulking beast of a man, right? He he's very uh, obsessed with having the the showy muscles be big not not the practical ones but like he wants to be look big right correct 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 and, and he, his hands are clenched he, into yeah, two I was gonna fists. Say, he, he walks in like he struts in and he's uh heated you could tell instantly literally as soon as he walked in the door everyone was like whoa what the fuck it's like four o'clock in the afternoon and no one's supposed to be in here and this dude just like strode in here and is heated as fuck yeah now um language warning coming up i'll just throw that out there in case you're for some reason listening to this with your kids which if you are just stop <laughs> stop stop please dear god uh no more episodes of that and <laughs> yeah he strolls in he is heated and he, and we're like our, our our director at the time is like and then this is one of the only situations she maybe ever actually handled well i thought yeah absolutely yes all of the interpersonal conflicts and things like that that happened at this person's uh, hand, this was a situation handled marvelously. Yes, so, 100%. This man walks in and he's like, what's going on in here? And we're like, uh, we're just doing improv. And he was like, someone yelled while I was walking by that they could smell my cunt. <laughs> Again, this is like the broiest dude. It could not be more of an insult that to him that someone yelled that at him. Now we all kind of like, you know, I don't want to get punched, but I'm already like, I'm looking at you like, what is up? What is going on? And she was like, the the director is like, well, there's a cast upstairs. And he was like, well, let me talk to them. And she was like, no, you don't get to do that actually. Like, yeah, which is true. Yeah. You don't, you don't, I'm sure they were just practicing a scene or something. And he was like, is there a manager I could talk to? Like, like fill in some blanks here. Am I remembering this correctly? Yeah. You're, you're, you're spot on. She, I think eventually she agreed to go up with him. Right. To get an apology. He wanted an apology. It was indeed that two people, they were not in a scene and they were just sitting on the window, like the wide open window sills. And they were just yelling at people out the window that I can smell your cunt. (laughs) I still think that's funny. That's objectively funny. I do too. Because if that happened to me, I would just go, huh. And go about my day. I would not storm into a business and with my fists clenched, like you could see veins like popping out in his forehead. He oh, was he was so ready to go. Mad. Yeah, yeah. That's right. like that. When I, I, I know that feeling of when he walked in the door and you could instantly tell like his aura. I don't know. I don't really believe in that. But I was just like, oh, shit. This dude's fucking heated right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's just not a situation that I would I could bring myself to care that much about. <laughs> Yeah, and I believe the two people like did apologize with like smiles on their faces. They gave like half-assed apologies, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that is honestly that's one of the more difficult. Like that dude was probably capable of beating all of us up at the same time. Uh, yeah, we might have been able to swarm him. <laughs> anyway, we're a bunch of improv comedians, and yeah. I was like 19 and like 160 pounds at the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So I, I, I have a different story, and you tell me. 
Yes. Because I'm more interested now that we're removed from this. I feel like I know which one you're going to tell. This this portrays to delicate as in, it, I, ha- I felt like I was walking on eggshells the rest of the time that I was there at the Stins route after this story. Yes. There was a person there who wrote some sketches and um, we would always workshop all of our sketches. And I think that we, you and me, Jacob, have talked about it all the time. It's one of the things that make us work together so well is we are crazy critical of our own stuff and we go through it usually with really fine tooth combs and we are totally open to criticism from people that are um that you know are are funny and and i I totally respect and all that so it was just a thing we you do and the other thing with constructive criticism is you can sit there and take it and pretend you're writing it down and not incorporate the notes if you don't trust that person's opinion you don't have to follow it. You know what I mean? Like if she didn't want your opinion after she said, after you said it could have just completely been like, Hey, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't agree with you. So I'm not going to incorporate your notes now that that's out of the way. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, we read one of her sketches one time, this person's sketches. Was it the ginger one? I don't know. I can't, I honestly can't remember what sketch it was. Okay. Cause there was one about like smuggling gingers across the border or something. And Alex and I were going to be like tied I up in a trunk. I think that was it. Something yeah. about like Ravalli County. Yeah. You know, like you, they can be free in Ravalli County. Something. <laughs> and I was like, um, this is, uh, I did, I'll try to remember what I exactly said. And I wasn't mean, but I was, I was pretty like, you were I firm. was pretty straightforward. Yeah. I was like, this is not... Re-. And and they were pushing this like, oh, we'll perform this next weekend. Yeah. You know, and I was like, in no way are we performing this. This is... Oh, well, in my head, I said that. But I, th- I think I said something like, oh, this needs like a lot of punching up. Um, I don't really see like the point. The, the sketch goes nowhere. I don't care about the characters. Um, but th- I guess the concept is there. And we can certainly workshop the concept. And then that was it. Then we went on with the rest of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. At the end of rehearsal, um, she pulled me aside and she goes, I wonder how many lesbians you've interacted with. And I go, what? And she goes, well, have you been around many lesbians? I'm a lesbian. Uh, um, is that, you know, do you have any questions? Are there things I can answer? Cause you just seem really to, to not like me. And I, you know, I just want to get over that. And it's because I'm a lesbian. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> You're like, that's not it at all. I not even close. Totally Are you kidding me? Of your lifestyle. It's just you. I don't like. <laughs> yeah. I was blown away by that. And I didn't know how to respond. I was like, um, not at all. I've actually interacted probably more with lesbians than uh, most people in rural Wyoming have. My mom's best friends are, were lesbians and my best friend's grandmas were lesbians. Like, I don't know. I, growing up, I was around it a lot. I had no idea what to say. I was like blown away that my criticism got taken as some like... Yeah, like an identity attack. Yeah, yeah. Like anti-LGBT thing. And I was like, what? So, I don't know. That was it. Yeah. Then, I wa- then it was a delicate situation from there on out. I didn't say anything anymore. 
Right. And there were definitely some things we performed that could have used uh, you saying something about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I was like, I, I never want that to be brought into question, you know? Yeah. That I'd rather said, perform stupid things on stage than people think I'm like anti LGBT because that's couldn't be further from the truth. Right. 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 Exactly. And that said, you know, it's not like we put up perfect stuff either. You wrote a sketch uh, where a white woman ended up playing Sacagawea. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, no, but not, I'm just saying that not because we, you intentionally cast it that way, but that's, no. be, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you now, where are we at? Why are we reviewing all the bad things we've, that <laughs> was just, a, I'm that was a poor into a delicate choice. situation. That was a poor tact choice. I also, I also played like a South Korean game show host. <laughs> I, in my head in Canon, you were a white game show host, okay? <laughs> the show just happened to be in North Korea. Or North Korea, yeah, sorry. Everyone playing it and hosting it was white in my head. I, but I don't know. Again, it doesn't excuse anything. This was 2014. Uh, <laughs> I wore a skirt around my neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, so... <laughs> That's got a little delicate. We, uh, You got some police blotter shit. <laughs> I do have a police blotter, and I'm just going to insert Bo Burnham's problematic in right here because yeah, yeah. we apply that to things that we've done as well. None of it was intentional. Uh, what is it? I've been totally awful. My closet is chock full of things that are vaguely shitty. Uh, so, yeah, just in anything vaguely shitty we've done, we're, we're sorry about it. Yeah. Our bad. Here's the police blotter. A caller reported a female gardening topless at a nearby residence. A deputy responded and made contact with the gardener who stated they had never done such a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'd like to think it's a very old woman who's like, well, I never, I would never do such a thing. But I'll be honest, gardening topless sounds fun. Yeah, for you and me. I think it means something else for women whose society has told them they need to have a top on the entire time. I'm saying women, garden topless more often. Let's let's get rid of the stigma. There's a community garden not very far away from my house. Next time I walk by, I want to see people gardening topless. You've heard it from a straight white man. Women, <laughs> get your tits out. I want to see them more. <laughs> I'm problematic. Ooh, he's a problem. A caller reported individuals were walking down Main Street, breaking off some of the new trees. Officers responded and spoke to some suspects on a local hotel. Get this, best part. The investigation is ongoing. Oh. <laughs> As to who's breaking our fucking trees? Those guys are like, I don't know who broke those trees, not me. Yeah, I know. It's shitty. Don't break the trees in my hometown, please. Also, uh, but like, Am I to assume they're like new trees? They're like newly planted trees, so they're just like breaking them in half? Because if you yeah. just broke a branch off a tree, it wouldn't be great, but the tree would probably be fine. I don't know exactly. I haven't been back to know if they planted any new trees this year. They did a pretty, like a pretty large beautification project, I want to say like seven or eight years ago. A caller reported two people who appeared to be intoxicated were rude at their store. They left and then threw a backpack in the street and walked to the post office where they were lying on the grass. Officers responded and made contact with the two individuals who were advised to disperse and not return to the retail store where they created the disturbance. What do you think they were selling? What do you think the retail store was selling that these two drunk people got into? I don't know. It's near the post office. It's very possible that they were at my uncle's liquor store. (laughs) 
There you go. So I need to hear. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'll send this episode to him and find out if that was the that was the deal. So because there's not a lot of like stores in that area that you just walk into and like buy stuff. There's there's some like trinket shops and things like that. But I, I love that they, they just went to the post office and lied down in the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were probably wasted. Yeah. Okay. Last one. An officer made contact with an individual driving their vehicle in reverse in an unsafe manner near Highland Park School. The driver was warned for this driving behavior. I So what? They drove down a one way and they were like, oops, I don't want to go down this runway and just started backing up on it the entire way down. Yeah, I don't know. I actually just saw a fail video of similar proportions where someone just was like on like a main thoroughfare. There were like four or five lanes and they were driving at full like traffic speed in reverse. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Just that, just bend the rules. Why not? That, just, yeah. that was probably a really old person who, uh, well, I, they don't have to be old. I don't mean, but in the way of like, in their mind, probably no one's on these streets ever. Sure. So who, so who cares? Yeah. He's yeah, going to yeah, back yeah. all the way up. I'll say that I've missed like a parking spot and backed up probably like a good half a block in my hometown just to like grab it. Exactly. Cause you could. Yeah. Like, Cause you can. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, great convo this week. Um, I'm going to post a bunch of links in the, in the show notes so you can go check out all of the wild shit we talked about this week. Yeah, dude. Uh, and I will talk to you soon. Uh, bye. Bye. Girls I would date The selection is pretty small My expectations are great They're great but most of all She's gotta love Jesus Christ Be born again and been baptized She's never been with us